Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of John, Chapter 11. Jesus was always willing to feed the hungry. He was always willing to heal the sick and cast out demons. But his gospel was more than these things. Jesus, Jesus, he, he came to pay our impossible debt of sin. He came to triumph over death, not just for himself, but for you and I, for all of us. Wearsby commenting on this says, when you are sick, you want a doctor, not a medical book or a formula. When you are being sued, you want a lawyer, not a law book. Likewise, when you face your last enemy death, you want a savior, not a doctrine written in a book. In Jesus Christ, every doctrine is made personal. The importance of this topic cannot be overemphasized. I mean, Christianity today has clearly become more about enriching our lives here than seeking first the kingdom of God eternal. It certainly it's changed much from living for that which is to come. Such is the heart of man, but it's not the heart of our Redeemer. It is an incredible aspect herein that man's greatest desire seems to be, well, the fullness of life and escape from eternal death. Yet there is one pull, if you will, that even is greater than these. That is sin. Of course, the pride in manifesting such perceived personal control. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and pride of life. Isn't it incredible to think that in our pride and thirst for sin, we're willing to actually give up both purpose and joy in this life and life eternal to make a stab at having that? When we acknowledge When we acknowledge these things, we see clearly the war we fight. This thing we're doing here, gang, it's not a Sunday hobby. It's a battle for everything. He who believes in me, he who believes in me. I mean, what does that really mean? The Strong's Concordance tells us that the original use of the word means to Uh, believe that is, means to be persuaded concerning a thing, a place trust in, to commit and to entrust. So this doesn't speak of a mere intellectual decision or a mental position. This is the act of the will and a heart as much as the mind. Such will result, therefore, in concrete and active life change change in body life, a change in movement, and in the way we live out our lives each and every day. See, the language, it's careful and it's very specific here. It says, he who believes in me, not of me, believing of Jesus, well, that's easy. The historical aspects, even that he's the Messiah and Son of God, that part's easy. Believing costs us nothing, really. 
However, believing in, well, that'll cost you your whole life. Yet in such a surrender, we gain abundant and eternal life. Matthew 10.39 says, He who seeks his life will lose it. And he who loses his life for my sake will find it. Matthew 16.25 says, For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. Whoever will lose his life for my sake will find it. So I ask you the same thing today. Do you believe this? Reading in verse 27, chapter 11, the book of John, says, She said to him, this is Martha, Yes, Lord, I have come to believe that you are the Christ, God's Son, he who comes into the world. There was a letter that was once read by Billy Graham, and it goes like this. I have in my hand a letter written by a communist student on an Eastern University after he had gone to Mexico and become a communist. He wrote to his fiancée, breaking off their engagement, and here is in part what he said. This was given to me by a minister by the Presbyterian Church in Montreat, North Carolina, where I live. And here's what it says. This is Billy Graham reading this. The letter read as follows. We communists, we have a high casualty rate. We're the ones who get shot and hung and lynched and tarred and feathered and jailed and slandered and uh, ridiculed and fired from our jobs and in every other way made as uncomfortable as possible. A certain percentage of us gets killed or imprisoned. We live in virtual poverty. We turn back to the party every penny we make above what is absolutely necessary to keep us alive. We communists don't have the time or the money for many movies or concerts or T-bone steaks or decent homes and cars. We've been just described as fanatics. We, we are fanatics. Our lives are dominated by one great overshadowing factor, the struggle for world communism. Now, we communists, we, we have a philosophy of life which no amount of money can buy. We have a cause to fight for and definitely a purpose in life. We subordinate our petty personal selves into a great movement of humanity. And if our personal lives seem hard or our egos appear to suffer through some uh, subordination to the party, then we are adequately compensated by the thought that each of us in our small way is contributing to something new and true and better for mankind. There's one thing in which I am dead earnest, and that is the communist cause. It is my life, my business, my religion, my hobby, my sweetheart, my wife, my mistress, my bread and meat. I work at it in the daytime, and I dream of it at night. I hold Its hold on me grows, not lessens as time goes by. Therefore, I cannot carry on a friendship, a love affair, or even a conversation without relating to this force which both drives and guides my life. I evaluate people and books and ideas and actions according to how they affect the communist cause and by their attitudes toward it. I've already been in jail because of my ideas and if necessary, I'm ready to go before a firing squad. And this is uh, the thoughts and the heart of a man towards communism. Where does that leave us when it comes to this issue of Jesus? 
John Patton, who lived with and translated the Bible into the language of the South Sea Islanders, he, he one time ran into a difficulty when he discovered that they had no word for the word belief. So no word for belief. It, it didn't exist in their language. He racked his brain for, for months, apparently, trying to come up with a word for believe. It was crucial to his work. I mean, he couldn't think of one and he needed it. One day he was sitting in his study and he had an old chair there and one of the natives was running to get him and he ran into his office and just flopped down in the chair. Pat said, that's it. That's the word for believe. You just throw your whole weight on something. Just flop. And that's what he put. In the South Sea Island New Testament, he developed the word believe as translated, quote, put your whole weight on, end quote. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.